Hello, welcome, happy Halloween. This is the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. As I record this, we are just about 24 hours away from the matchup with the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday. And if the Seahawks are going to get the win, they are potentially going to have to do it without the help of several players on their roster looking at the injury report coming out of Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. The only player ruled out going into this game is Shaquille Griffin with his concussion and hamstring. And listening to Pete Carroll's Friday press conference, he wasn't sure if it was the concussion that was keeping him out also, but he did say that with the hamstring injury, that was definitely keeping him from practicing this week. So Shaquille Griffin is out. The expectation has to be that Quentin Dunbar and Trey Flowers will be the two corners, but listening to Pete Carroll talk about DJ Reed, who had been on the non-football injury list, uh, they picked up him from the San Francisco 49ers in the offseason when they released him, and he really likes the aggressive nature that DJ Reed plays with. So we could see him out on the field. It could be in the nickel role, though, because Ugo Amati has a hamstring injury. He's listed as doubtful, and Pete Carroll said they're going to have to see a lot from him in the pregame to make them turn around that doubtful status. So he actually did not practice Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday this week, so that really does make him unlikely to play come Sunday. Three other players who did not practice at all this week, left guard Mike Upati with his back injury, Jordan Simmons likely to fill in for him once again if he can't go, Carlos Hyde with a hamstring injury, and Chris Carson with a foot injury. He has a midfoot sprain. Pete Carroll said on Friday he wanted them to have as much time to heal up. So that's why they did not see the practice field at all. Carlos Hyde listed as doubtful with the hamstring injury, whereas Chris Carson is listed as questionable. Running back Travis Homer also listed on the injury report as questionable. He has a knee injury and he did not practice Wednesday and Thursday, but he was limited in practice on Friday. And it sounds like DJ Dallas will be prepared to take majority of the load. He obviously took majority of the work in practice this week and without really anybody to call up from the practice squad. The one guy I'm curious to see for the Seahawks, if he gets any running back carries, would be David Moore. And so he'll be one to watch and see if they do anything interesting there. If Chris Carson, just based on his toughness, I would expect Chris Carson even just to be available in an emergency role, especially with so many guys out. So that's going to be something to watch come game time when the inactive list comes out. We'll have that up at fieldgoals.com for you to check that out couple other players here on the injury report. The biggest name. I haven't even got to it yet. Jamal Adams listed as questionable and he didn't practice on Wednesday or Thursday, but he was a limited participant in practice on Friday. He may have been back sooner, but he was listed with an illness on the injury report and he was kept out of the facility, but he tested negative for COVID all week. And so he was back in the practice facility on Thursday and then able to practice on a limited basis on Friday. So we will be looking to see if Jamal Adams Comes back to the field for the 49ers. Gosh, we know we could use them out there. The last two players in terms of game status is questionable. I haven't mentioned Benson Mayoa listed with an ankle injury. He came out of the Cardinals game with a sore ankle. He did not practice on Wednesday or Thursday, but limited participant on Friday. Ryan Neal, the last player listed as questionable. He was not on the injury report Wednesday and then must have sustained a hamstring injury because he was limited on Thursday and then limited once again on Friday. But listening to Pete Carroll in his Friday press conference, it sounds like Ryan Neal is going to be a go for Sunday. So he's looking good. And before we get into the 49ers injury report, a couple of players to watch coming up from the practice squad. Damon Snacks Harrison. Pete Carroll said he's ready to play. Took a big step forward this week. 
So we may see the debut of Damon Harrison there at defensive tackle. Stephon Sullivan, who was drafted in the seventh round by the Seattle Seahawks, played wide receiver in college. He had made a position change to tight end, also listed as defensive end. And Pete Carroll on Friday was talking about how he has shown improvement throughout the week at the defensive end position. So I am kind of curious to see if he could get a practice squad call up if the Seahawks need him. Rasheem Green still a week off from coming back. So if the Seahawks need some defensive line help, Stephon Sullivan, maybe get a chance to see him. Looking at the 49ers injury report, they have two players listed as out coming into this game. Debo Samuel with a hamstring injury and Jeff Wilson with an ankle injury. He was the running back that put up so many yards coming in in relief last week, but he will be out and three players listed as doubtful for the 49ers wide receiver Richie James, safety Jaquaski Tart, and linebacker Quan Alexander. The 49ers other safety Jimmy Ward has a quad injury but is listed as questionable so he could be back into this game. And finally, defensive lineman Contavious Street listed with an illness and he is listed as questionable. So that is a look at the injuries going into this game. Big game for both teams. Seattle, if they win this, they have the ability to stay ahead in the NFC West. And looking at the San Francisco 49ers schedule coming up here, the next four games, you could argue that they really need this game in particular because not just to keep pace with the Seahawks in the NFC West, but they have the Green Bay Packers coming into town next week. They go on the road to New Orleans Saints ahead of their bye week, week 11, and then they come off their bye and face the L.A. Rams. So they'll have their rematch with the Rams week 12 before going into their final five game stretch of the season. This could be a tough stretch for the 49ers, and it starts with our Seattle Seahawks on Sunday. So they're going to be motivated for the win. But of course, the Seahawks are, too. Going to be a fun game to watch coming up on Sunday. And it was fun getting into picks with Anthony Knockreiner on the Knock on Sports. We did a full show, but we talked a lot of Cardinals. We talked a little bit of Carlos Dunlap and just touched on a, a basic preview of the 49ers. So we'll skip all that. We'll get right to our picks this week with Anthony Knockreiner and the Knock On Sports. If you want the full show that I did with him on the Knock On Sports, you can follow him on Twitter at Knock On Sports, and you can find the interview up on his podcast. So let's get to it right here. My picks with Anthony Knockreiner coming up next. Brandon, time to make our NFL picks right now for week number eight here. Uh, again, last week, a good week for you. Not bad. Uh, nine and five. I edged you out by one game. And no. Surprising. I thought I yes. had you for sure. Uh, you were close. You were close. Like We were pretty much neck and neck. But like I said, it was the Houston Green Bay game that cost you last week. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was my big upset pick. And so I, I don't think I'll. Well, I don't think Houston's on the schedule this week, so I don't have to worry about uh, mistakenly picking them, do I? I, I don't think so, but you do have to worry about, are you going to pick the Atlanta Falcons here again, Thursday night football, no. the game's going on. <laughs> no, Carolina. Anthony, I said, I'm not picking them anymore. Don't, don't try and tempt me. I, I picked Carolina and, uh, and I'm going to stick with it. I, I'm, it, although it was tempting. I'm going to take Carolina here as well. Uh, I think the Panthers, uh, again, they're three and four. Atlanta hasn't shown, but again, even <laughs> they keep snatching 
losing from the jaws of victory here, including last week against the Detroit Lions. So I'm going to take Carolina here as well. Uh, let's take a look at some good ones. Uh, the Rams at Miami taking on the Dolphins. Tua Tagovailoa's first start as an NFL quarterback, Brandon. Yeah, and it's against Aaron Donald and the Rams. And, uh, you know, this this Miami team was able to just dominate the 49ers a couple weeks ago with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I'm a little bit disappointed that the Rams don't get a Fitzpatrick-led offense. And unfortunately, I think that means uh, that the Rams are going to be in a, in the win column once again going up the, against the Dolphins. Part of me really wants to pick the Dolphins here just because I don't like the Rams. I, I, I really, I, I, hey, I'm right there with you. It was hard for me to, to click on the Rams to, to pick them. I'm gonna t- you know what I want to go I want to go out of limb here. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. Tua gets his first win. Uh, listen, L.A. when they come out east has not played well so far. They gave a bunch of points to the Bills. I know that was a couple of weeks ago. I'm gonna take the Dolphins here on the upset uh, with Tua winning his first start. So I'll take the Dolphins. All right. Um, <laughs> Brandon, uh, well this ought to be easy. Uh, the New York Jets in Kansas City take on the Chiefs. Who do you got? I am going to take the Chiefs. And one of the funny things is, is that uh, we do a, a CBS Sports Pick'em League and you never see 100% uh, for a team in terms of the Pick'em. But because usually there's like some family members or something that decide to pick the team with the, the players are playing on. And uh, yeah, Kansas City, 100% against the Jets this week. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think the Jets will have anything for them, even though they did give Buffalo a heck of a time last week. I don't think they'll do that for the Chiefs, but I'll take Kansas City as well. Uh, Steelers at the Baltimore Ravens. I'm surprised this game is not a Sunday night football game, to be completely honest here. Yeah, this would definitely beat out the the Philly Dallas matchup. So I'm just, still waiting for flex that game. You know, if it hasn't happened yet, it's probably not happening. And this really right. is the the game of the weekend. I think this was a difficult one for me to pick, but I am leaning Baltimore. It's just that if Pittsburgh gets up two touchdowns, I, I just don't see Baltimore being able to. They they don't have a whole lot of comeback in them. But uh, I do like that Baltimore defense to their ability to keep it close and and ultimately win that game over Pittsburgh. So far, I think Baltimore really hasn't been challenged by anybody except for Kansas City. And so I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers here. I'm going to go against Mm -hmm. you. I'm going to take the road Steelers here to continue undefeated, move to 7-0. Again, defensively, I like what they have and what they're able to do, get some pressure. Again, we'll have to see if they can try and contain Lamar Jackson. Uh, But at the same time, too, uh, I think Pittsburgh, with their versatility, uh, and Big Ben, I think he just finds a way to get it done. So uh, I'm going to take the Steelers to continue to be undefeated and drop Baltimore to their second loss. Uh, Brandon, Vikings at the Packers. Again, this is another one where I feel like I kind of know where you're going to go because I'm taking Green Bay in this one. I'm going Green Bay on this one, too. It's If you would have asked me a few weeks ago, like when the season started, and Minnesota played Green Bay pretty tough early on, I, I think, in that in that early season matchup. But yeah, I, at this point, Minnesota seems cooked. Yeah. So moving on, Colts at the Detroit line. This one's got, you know, potential to be a good football game. Three and three versus four and two. Again, the Colts are not like they're an overwhelming uh, football team in Detroit. They they should be four and two as well. But, you know, that first game against Chicago. Uh, who do you got here, Brandon? Yeah, Detroit's a scrappy team. Both of these teams put up a similar number of points on average. But that Indianapolis defense is a lot more consistent. So I am leaning Colts. Uh, I'll take them uh, on Sunday. All right. I'm going to take the Colts as well to win on the road. As we continue on here with our NFL picks with Brandon Schultz from the Seahawkers and field goals podcast. 
Raiders at the Cleveland Browns. Who do you got, Brandon? This might have been the most difficult game for me to try and pick this week because I like Vegas, but I also like Cleveland and what they're doing. It's it's just that uh, you know Cleveland against bad defenses, they've been able to put up so many points this year. It's where they've struggled has been against Pittsburgh and against Baltimore. But for the most part, they're putting up 30, 40 points against other teams. And I know uh, Odell Beckham's out. But still, they have enough pieces on that team. I, I think they can beat a bad defense in the Raiders. I'm kind of going to agree with you. I think Cleveland wins this one being at home. Again, it is interesting, though, because, again, Baker has been able to beat the Bengals, but I don't know about anybody else. Uh, so, But I will go with uh, Cleveland at home here against the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, again, I don't think they're going to recover from last week's loss to Tom Brady and the mm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, <laughs> so I'll take Cleveland. Uh, Tennessee at Cincinnati, Brandon, uh, I think Tennessee rebounds. Yeah, I, this is one of those matchups where I could see them playing it close though. And it being tighter than you might expect at at the end of the game. But I did pick Tennessee against Cincy. Uh, New England and Buffalo to take on the bills. I like Buffalo here. I think New England still has problems. I like Buffalo. Cam Newton, just, he did not look right in that game against San Francisco and Buffalo didn't look all that great either against the Jets kicking field goals all game. But uh, I, I still like them to get by New England. The L.A. Chargers in Denver to take on the Broncos. Somebody's picking up their third win of the season. Who do you got? I am going to take uh, the Broncos with the upset here with the uh, Chargers going into Denver. I, I just uh, I think that Denver's going to win this one. I, I don't have any good reasons for it, but it, that's maybe that's why it's my upset pick. I'm going to take the L.A. Chargers here. I like what Herbert's been doing the last couple of weeks. I think the offense hums uh, continually against Denver. Again, that pass rush is pretty tough, but I do like Herbert. Uh, San Francisco at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I think the Seahawks rebound here. Brandon, what do you think? I will take the Seahawks as well, and I do like them to rebound after it. This could be another close game just because every single game seems to be a close game. But uh, they're back at home and in the confines of CenturyLink, and they're playing Jimmy Garoppolo. So, I, of course, I'm going to take Russell Wilson over him. The Saints at the Chicago Bears. I mean, Brent, I really want to go for the Bears here, but they did they did nothing against the L.A. Rams. Uh, I don't think the Bears will have anything for Drew Brees and the Saints either, so I'm going to have to unfortunately take the Saints. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints too. That, that Chicago game, the Rams just played field position that entire game, pinned them back. And Chicago could not move against that Rams defense. I do like them to put more points up on the board against the the New Orleans defense. But uh, ultimately, I think Drew Brees can win this game. Then we go to Sunday night football. The Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles here. Who do you got, Brandon? I'm going to take Philly, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, this is a coin flip game. Uh, And Dallas is on their third string quarterback. Who knows? Yeah. I I I don't think it really matters. It's, it's, maybe we'll get a good game just because it'll be a close game. Both of these teams are just really beat up. But yeah, when when Philly has Carson Wentz as their starter, but I, I think he's down to his third tight end, and Deshaun Jackson's out, and yeah, it's just these these two teams are so beat up. It's it's not even uh, you feel bad for them. Yeah, I was gonna say this will be a close game, not because it's a good game, but just because simply. I don't think anybody's going to really score. I think this might be the game first of 24 wins yeah. uh, in this one. I'm going to go with you as well. I'm going to take the Eagles to win Sunday Night Football against the Cowboys. Monday Night Football, Tampa Bay at the New York Giants. Again, I still have to wonder why they give the NFC least 
continuing games on Monday Night Football. Who literally thought the Giants and the Buccaneers would be a good Monday Night Football? I have no idea. Yeah, that's weird. Well, I, I suppose they did. They know Brady was even on the Bucks when they made the schedule. I hope they well, even even if Brady was on the schedule, they still it's not like Tampa was going to be terrible. I mean, yeah. we weren't terrible last year. And you had to know that the Giants weren't going to be great. So, yeah, again, yeah, we get three of the four East teams in the two primetime slots this week. Very strange. And yeah, it's going to be an easy win for for Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Yep, I agree with you. Tampa Bay moves to six and two, and uh, we are we're nipping on your heels, Brandon. I'm telling you, buddy, we're right behind you, Seahawks. Yeah, well, we get to play the Giants later on in the season too, so I, I think that's fair. <laughs> Brandon Schultz from the Seahawks and Field Goals podcast. Brandon, if they want to check out the latest latest episode of the podcast, how can they do that? Yeah, check out FieldGoals.com. A new episode almost every day there, and you can subscribe sbnation.com/slash NFL podcasts. Brandon, really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the insight as well. Have a great rest of your night. Look forward to chatting with you next week. Thanks, Anthony. Go Hawks.